The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Conscious Evolution Radio with your host, Ann Gelsheimer. We are entering higher levels of consciousness with both old and new spiritual technologies to help us be the people we've always dreamed of being. We can make the choice to evolve in consciousness and become the change the world needs today. Now, here is Ann Gelsheimer. Hello and welcome to Conscious Evolution Radio. I'm your host, Ann Gelsheimer, and my wonderful guest tonight is Redbird Woman, Redbird has experienced at least two profound awakening experiences that changed her life and brought forward the gifts of her soul to help heal and support others. Redbird was born in Montana and grew up in Chico, California. After completing high school, she enlisted in the Navy, where she also married an enlisted man. She was released from active duty to give birth to her son And during her labor, she experienced a near-death experience that gave her greater insight into her soul's wisdom and gifts that she was then able to bring into this lifetime. Later, in 2010, Redbird experienced a spiritual rebirth in Hawaii. This rebirthing experience, along with her previous near-death experience, opened up new opportunities that further awakened her gifts of collaborating with sound and also working with Andara crystals as tools to open others to their own ability to heal, nourish, and align themselves with their self-mastery. Now, some of you may not have heard of Andara crystals. When I discovered Andaras, I was not sure what to think of them. They're very beautiful. They come in an array of colors. And I can tell you that when I wear them, Strangers will stop me in public places to ask what they are, and they seem very drawn to them. They're so intriguing that I'm glad we're going to have a chance to talk to Redbird about her knowledge of the Andaras and how she works with them. We're also going to get a chance to get an update from Redbird regarding the recent Cetacean Summit in California, because Redbird was there. So Redbird, welcome to Conscious Evolution Radio. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Anne, for providing the opportunity for me to um, speak to you and connect with the people on the radio. Oh, you are so, such a beautiful soul. Like we, we had a chance to speak for a while, and I was so touched by you. You're, you're very genuine, and you're very loving. So I'm so happy to bring you forward and uh, give you this chance. Would you tell us about the Cetacean Summit? I'm just so curious. We both share a love of dolphins and whales, and I know many people listening to the program will also share that. Yes, we do share that. I was at the Cetacean Summit, and I found it quite exciting, empowering, and just joy-filled. There were so many like-minded and like-hearted people gathered together, the presenters and the participants exchanged and shared knowledge, wisdom, personal insights, 
And the whales and the dolphins, of course, began to encircle us with their beautiful energies of love. We had the opportunity to explore and to navigate pathways to joy and love. And the whales and the dolphins were such good examples of unity and community. That is amazing. And I know from uh, doing the, the trainings with Joan Ocean, uh, the swims with the dolphins and the whales would come around. They really do project their energy. I mean, I, I understand what you're saying about being encircled by the energy and, and their presence. Yes, so, mm-hmm. that's very much so. I had an opportunity to swim with Joan Ocean, or Joan Ocean in Hawaii, and it was exhilarating to be... Um, in the presence of dolphins, they're so joy-filled, and they represent such a love unconditional for us and for their pods. Well, what a lot of people sense but don't know for sure, they really are very high-dimensional beings. They're not just, uh, you know, human beings tend to see anything other than human as, as lesser than, but there's, there's every possibility, even with the size of their brains, that they're actually more realized, uh, more, more capable than we are in many respects. So uh, it's lovely when people get together who have such a respect and love for them. Yes, I agree. They love to share their love with us and our love with each other. So let's go to you. Um, You have had fascinating experiences, and I wonder if you might share uh, a bit about your your near-death experience, which I actually didn't know until earlier today when we were deciding what uh, what we were going to talk about. So please tell us about the near-death experience, particularly what you learned, what you discovered. Well, it was quite an experience. Um, When I gave birth to my first son, I began to feel an extreme warmth, and I started to see a golden light. And I felt very comfortable in going through the golden light, and as I was emerging from this golden light, I found myself in what I call the cloud layer. It was a beautiful white, kind of a gossamer, shining area. And I looked off in the distance, and I could see a form coming towards me. And this form, the closer it got, began to speak, and it said, I am Father. Welcome, child. And I looked up at this form and I said, may I stay? I'm so, so tired. May I stay? And Father replied, you may stay or you may choose to return. And when he said that, I began to hear crying. And... I realized I was hearing the crying of the baby that I had just given birth to. Right. And Father said, yes, can you hear the tears? And I said, yes, I can. And he said, your work is not done. And I had this overwhelming feeling that I was to make a choice. And so I chose to return. And Father spoke to me and said, 
as you return, we will give you wisdom and knowledge, and you will be able to walk forward in your life with these wisdoms to share for yourself and for others. And I do remember coming all the way back down into the delivery room, and when I was in that delivery room, the first words out of my mouth were, Now what? (laughs) I thought that was surprising to the doctors and the nurses. Yes, they have an extraordinary look on their face. (laughs) I'm sure. (laughs) (laughs) And um, so that was the extent of the near-death experience. And I ended up in the hospital for another week and started to realize that I was feeling very unusual. But well, tell I me about thinking, that. Yeah. What was different? I, yeah. I felt like I was, I had many knowledges that I needed to share, but at that particular time, I just really didn't have the opportunity to bring it forth. And I realized as I had come home from the hospital, the key to waking up my knowledge and experience was through my son that I had just given birth to. And so as he began to grow up, many opportunities came for me to explore what I call the human experience and how to navigate these experiences and help empower not only myself, but also others that were with me at that particular time and bringing forth these knowledges of learning to love yourself and how to empower yourself to work through beautiful energies that are available to us to help ourselves heal. Wonderful. And did you notice, many people have said that after a near-death experience, their um, intuition and psychic abilities uh, grew or were expanded. Did you notice that yourself? Yes, I did. I did have an experience uh, of being at an intersection, um, and I could hear the people in the car across the street. I could hear conversations in the buildings and the storefronts. And wow. yes, it was quite amazing. And I did have to ask my angels to filter that out and give that information to me as an opportunity when I was in front of people because it became quite overwhelming to hear many voices all at the same time. That is so great that you knew to do that, to ask for that help. And yes, that that kind of telepathy would be overwhelming coming in, you know, like radio signals from all all sides. Mm -hmm. And then you had another experience, which of course you called it a, a rebirthing experience in Hawaii, which would have further amplified and further developed uh, what you brought back from the near-death experience. Could you say how the experience in Hawaii changed your life? Yes. Uh, in 2010, I was in Hawaii on the island of Kauai. I was attending a spiritual retreat. And I met a woman, her name was Tiffany Tatum, and she'd been working with Endara Crystals for a few years, and she had discovered that their frequency was very healing. And she asked me 
to hold a very large pink andara. And I cupped it in my hand, and I started to experience waves of warmth, and I felt a loving energy running through my entire body. Hmm. So I decided to purchase this andara, and I took it home, and I carried it for almost a year. It was with me consistently. And one day I was meditating with this particular Endar crystal, and I received a transmission that I would like to share with you. Oh, sure. The transmission was two-dimensional touch, the form of communication between ourselves and Endara. As you open your field of energy... In response, Andara crystal waves radiant spirals of celestial frequencies through your electromagnetic fields, thus harmonizing and balancing heart, body, and soul. And I was just amazed of this transition and asking them, the Andaras themselves, in what way that they would like me to continue to bring this kind of energy exchange for healing through. Beautiful. So I began to further meditate with this Andara, and I received a request from the Andaras themselves to place Andaras into every hand across the entire earth. Hmm. So spread them around the world. Yes, exactly. Now, we only have a few minutes to break, but maybe what we could do is talk, just begin a, a conversation about what Andaras are. And there's, there's a lot of different ways to approach talking about Andaras. But what, what is your understanding of what they are? I have the mythology of Andara and also it's combined with science. And so I can begin to tell a little tale before we go to break. And this is how it was introduced to me. Okay. It was the mythology was brought forward to me through a meditation as well. And it is once upon a golden age there was a light of beauty and perfection known as the Andara star system. The crystalline beings of the Andara star nation worked with a sacred powder created by two dimensions touching. These sacred powders are known to us as Ethereum gold. When in the energy field of these sacred powders, a sense of balance, harmony, and well-being occur. At that time, the Andarans were known to be skilled time walkers. They were eager to share their sacred crystalline powders with others throughout the universe. And during this golden age, on Mother Earth herself, high divas known as unicorns roamed the Earth. And the Andaras asked permission to work in conjunction with the unicorns to feed the earth with these sacred crystalline powders. 
as the Andorras pressed their horns, or I'm sorry, as the unicorns pressed their horns into the Mother Earth, they had been seeded with the powders of crystalline in their horns. And when they dipped their heads into the earth, their horns released the sacred powders into the earth itself and burrowed deeper and deeper into the earth's life force. In 1995, a unique mineral deposit was discovered near one of Earth's high-energy vortex sites in the High Sierra Mountains of Northern California. And in that particular site was found gold, silver, iridium, rhodium, chromium, and platinum, and many other minerals unique to Mother Earth found in this white sacred powder that was at that site. And among the sacred powder, they actually found crystals. They, they looked like glass, but they had exceptional properties, and they had great beauty. And so they were scientifically proven to carry not only the magnificence of Mother Earth in her rich mineral sources, but also something quite unique to the universe, similar to a meteorite that was not found on the Earth. And later when I was meditating further with the Andarans, I found out this is what they call two dimensions touching. It was the stars and particularly the Andaran star system, mixed with Mother Earth, that created the uniqueness of the Andara crystal. Oh, it's beautiful and so beautifully told. Well, thank you, Red Bird. We're going to go to break, uh, but when we come back, we're going to talk a bit more about Andaras and, uh, in particular, how you work with Andaras. So this is Ann Gelsheimer on Conscious Evolution Radio, and we will be right back. to the Empowered Healer Show with Dr. Susan Allison. Our program will help you to heal yourself, support those around you, and enhance your work and your relationships. Healing can be physical, emotional, or spiritual, and it can be personal or collective for the healing of our planet. Dr. Allison and her guests will offer methods of healing that will go beyond your life and reach the lives of others. Tune in to the Empowered Healer Show. Airing live every Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Think of the world 50 years ago. Now think of this same world and how it will be 50 years from now. Did you know that if the world's population continues to grow at its current rate, our children and grandchildren will only have 25% of the resources per capita that our parents and grandparents had? We must preserve the foundation of a quality standard of living. That foundation starts with Go Green Radio. Join your host, Jill Buck, for Go Green Radio every Friday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Voice America. Quantum Leaps in Healing with host Carrie Jahan will help you to explore powerful healing modalities that can change your vibration and enhance all aspects of personal health. 
Each week, the show will dive into a unique and transformative modality that works with multidimensional energies. The result is an incredible transformation of your life. Quantum Leaps in Healing can be heard every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on 7th Wave. You are tuned in to Conscious Evolution Radio, and we love to hear from you. Please send any questions or comments about the show via email to ConsciousEvolutionRadio at gmail.com. Again, that's ConsciousEvolutionRadio at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's program. Hello, and welcome back to Conscious Evolution Radio. So my guest today is Redbird Woman, and we have been talking about dolphins and whales, and we were talking about her awakening experiences through a new near-death experience and uh, a rebirthing in Hawaii. And just before the break, we were talking about the mythology behind a very unique kind of crystal called the Andara crystal. Now, I wanted to share a story with, um, a, a true story actually, with our, our listeners here. Um, Redbird was kind enough to make me a very beautiful uh, necklace with the Andara crystals in a little little glass vial and with a little dolphin attached to the, the chain itself. And um, so she was sending it to me. I live, in, I live outside of Toronto in Canada, and she was sending it via post from California. And I could feel, literally feel, the day that it came, before I even went to my rural uh, mailbox, I have to walk over and get it, I could feel that it was there. And what was so interesting to me is I could feel dolphin energy. Now, I totally didn't expect this because when Redbird and I spoke on the phone and she uh, offered to gift me with this necklace, we were talking about whales. We were talking about uh, my connection with whales. But I also feel a very strong connection with dolphins. And I could feel that energy right through the package. And sure enough, of course, when I opened it up, there was that beautiful blue and dark color of um, Andara crystals and the dolphin charm. And I have been wearing it or carrying it with me every single day since I got it. I don't know, maybe it's two weeks now, something like that. And I love it because I can feel the dolphin energy with me every day. So I wanted to share that. Um, I, I'm also very used to wearing Andaras, and my feeling was the Andaras were kind of communicating that dolphin energy. It was a sort of a um, synergistic kind of relationship. But I want to ask you, Redbird, how, how do you work with the Andaras, and how does that all come together for you? Um, yes, I have been given the opportunity by the Andaras to create jewelry, um, so that people could wear them on their bodies. And so in collaboration with the Andara crystals, I've created what I call Andara Sacred Symbol Crystal Starlight Keepsake Pendant. And the Andara Starlight that's inside the vial is created when we chisel away the a shard or a chip or even the sacred powders that fall away when you chisel a larger crystal. And what I do with those shards and chips and the powders themselves is encapsulate them inside a keepsake vial. And the keepsake vials are adorned with sacred symbol charms, such as the 
dolphin that you receive. Dolphins are unconditional love, unity, and compassion for all things. So in conjunction with the Andara energy frequencies, the charms also can empower that unique gift within you. Hmm. So I've, you know, I've strung them on chains that are antique that I get from a very lovely man who works with estate jewelry. And when they're worn around the neck, you can open your field of energy. And in response, the Andara field of energy will work with celestial frequencies through your electromagnetic field. And it promotes a wonderful mind-body integration. It increases mental focus. And many that have worn the Andara pendants themselves have experienced enhanced mental clarity. They find a great mind-body coordination. And they learn that there is improvement in their ability and their clarity and in their creativity. And also, we found that many people that wear them consistently begin to have a calmer reaction to stressful situations. And the, the pendants themselves are put together through meditation where I hold uh, Andara crystal itself over the many materials that I have to actually create these keepsake vials and the, the many different aspects of putting together a pendant. And they will send an energy signature through this material with intention to call in their new guardian of this beautiful Andara crystal. And Mm -hmm. so they begin to work through my hands, and they ask me to create or manifest something very unique that will spark an interest in the one that they choose to be their guardian from my guardianship to theirs. That's quite unique. Oh, absolutely. Very, very different. And I, I know there's many, of course, many different colors of Andaras and uh, many different properties associated with the different types of Andaras. Uh, but you chose a particular one for me, that beautiful light blue color. Sure. Yeah, I'm just looking at it now. It's absolutely gorgeous, and I can see the um, I can see the dust, the white dust from the the cutting of the andaras, that special powder, Ethereum powder, I think is it called? Yes, it's called Ethereum gold. That's what we know it as. Okay, very good. And I know I've read somewhere that this Ethereum gold. Um, one of the theories is that uh, the Egyptians knew about this, the ancient Egyptians, and they actually would consume. The, the powder, the ethereum gold, for, because of its uh, ability to transform consciousness. Have yes. You, have you heard that? Yes, I have. And that is um, my feeling as well. I know that when I work with the larger crystals themselves, when I'm chipping or chiseling away at those pieces to create the, the chips and the shards, um, the powder will fall into my hands. And it is a an amazing frequency that helps me to really connect my intuition. And I have noticed that it is a very ancient 
frequencies. So we do know or sense that these kind of frequencies are being carried through us to reconnect us with our ancestral lines. And I'm sure that that's a confirmation that they've been around since the beginning of time. They've just manifested themselves in different forms. And many alchemists, many light workers, shamans, have used them in ceremony to help empower and to facilitate this nurturing wisdom and this sense of well-being and way of walking in alignment as you're journeying down your path. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, some of my friends are um, professional psychics. They, you know, that's just what they do. And they didn't, they had never heard of the Andara, which actually was really good because I could put a piece in their hand and say, okay, what do you get from this? And very interesting what people were picking up. Um, and, and one of them actually confirmed my feeling. She said, do you know there's a being associated with this this uh, crystal? There's an actual conscious being associated with it. And that had been my feeling. And I'd actually heard that every Andara comes with its own sort of uh, presence, sort of uh, whether it's an Andaran from the star system in etheric form, or I'm not sure what it is, but they definitely have a presence to them. And another friend actually picked up when he held it. He knew nothing about Andarans. And he said, when he held it, he says, I can see all this white powder, but I don't know what it is. And, of mm. course, it was the Ethereum gold powder that he was seeing. Yes. Yes, we do know that the Andara itself carries its own energetic field because of where it came from in the stars. And that is how they refer to it as two-dimensional touch, it's an energetic uh, energy or electromagnetic energy field that that particular star system carries. And it's very, very um, wonderful to connect with your own magnetic energy field. And that is how you can pick up many ancestral um, frequencies. You can pick up a lot of information about your own mastery. The collaboration just can go on and on with these amazing beings. Now, I wonder if you could share, um, I love hearing people's personal stories of things that they've experienced with the Andaras. Have you had any um, specific experiences or know of anybody who has? My personal experiences with all the Andaras that I have, because when I order Andaras to make a series of jewelry, I generally have 20 to 25 pieces, and every time I am in what I call the energy circle of Andara, I begin to really vision quest and really get into touch with my divine higher self and begin to explore what it is that's what they say beyond us or or in a higher frequency of who we are. And it just begins to really empower you to move forward in a higher frequency so that you can maintain that. And I have experienced that myself every time that I work with them. I learn something. I reawaken a wisdom or an alchemy. Um, one of the alchemies that I currently had begun to 
reactivate was working through sound. Right. And you, yes, and using sound as an actual modality for healing. And the Andala brought that within my own system, brought that forward to my consciousness and are helping to assist me on that path of creating healing through frequency and sound. Now, we're going to uh, be talking about uh, the sound uh, sound healing, the sound baths that you do uh, probably in the final segment. But mm-hmm. um, we're going to be playing uh, a, a little bit of your uh, Native American flute that you play. We're going to uh, bring that into the, the program here at this point. I wonder if you just give me a minute or so introduction to what it is, uh, how you work with the Native American flute for healing. Just about a minute or so. Yes. The Native American flute is a sacred connection between you and your creator. And I am an intuitive flute player. That means that I bring in my guides, my ancestors, and my angels, and my spirit guides. And I use my breath to connect with the song that is within the flute. And the flute begins to bring forth this song through a vibrational rhythm that is actually a heartbeat. It is my heartbeat, and also when I play it for others, it is their heartbeat, or what I like to call their sacred heart song. Oh, beautiful. Yes, and the gift itself, when we're playing the flute, is actually a reawakening of your own awareness and your own knowledge and your own wisdom in your healing mastery. That's as you play it yourself or as you listen? Both. (laughs) Very good. All right, we're going to go into uh, listening to you play uh, some of your healing healing flute. And uh, after that, we're going to go directly into break. And when we come back, we're going to talk to Redbird about the sound bath and the kind of healing that she does with sound. So I'll just sign off right now and say this is Ann Gelsheimer on Conscious Evolution Radio. We're listening to Redbird's flute, and we will be right back after that.
Ask Theo Live, Channels to a New Reality. Following her near-death experience, world-renowned author and spiritual medium Sheila Gillette became the direct voice channel for Theo, a consortium of 12 archangels. Through this unique channel, Sheila and co-host Marcus Gillette present you with an opportunity to speak directly with Theo live on air on any topic you wish to discuss, including receiving authentic messages from deceased loved ones and angelic guides. Get the answer you need by tuning in to Ask Theo Live, channels to a new reality, Tuesday at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on 7th Wave Network. Could you be the next legendary leader? That question hinges on your courage and willingness to change. Join Maria Danley every week for Legendary Leaders, answering the higher calling. Be inspired by stories and legend and listen to legendary guests along with live channeling to help you answer your higher calling and become the legendary leader you are destined to be. The world is waiting for you. Step up and join the wave. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Being Here with Ariel and Shia Kane is an ordinary person's guide to modern-day enlightenment. This show is an exciting exploration which opens the door to living in the moment. Don't miss Being Here. Tune in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 noon Eastern with Ariel and Shia Kane right here on the 7th Wave Network. You are tuned in to Conscious Evolution Radio, and we love to hear from you. Please send any questions or comments about the show via email to ConsciousEvolutionRadio at gmail.com. Again, that's ConsciousEvolutionRadio at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's program. This is Ann Gelsheimer on Conscious Evolution Radio. Welcome back. And I'm here with my guest, Redbird Woman. And we were listening to Redbird play the Native American flute. And I want to ask you more, Redbird, about how you work with sound, how you work with music, and this very interesting uh, modality you have called the sound bath. So take it away. Tell me all about this. (laughs) Thank you, Ann. We know that. Our universe is created through patterns of frequency, and everything that exists in the physical, the mental, the emotional, and the spiritual realm does so on a vibrational frequency. Voice also produces a waveform pattern that continues and contains frequency information, and it does relate directly to the physical, the emotional, and the natural health and balance. I, I, as a guided angelic intuitive, can use my voice and many musical instruments to actually produce this vibratory frequency and tones to create balance. Uh, it can also clear and release imbalances and blocks through your chakra system. It can create relaxation. It can give you a sense of well-being. And when um, we do these sound baths, as this information is being created through the mini instruments, it permeates the cells of the body. And as we're getting you into this, what I love to call the 
the theta state, which is the the state of bliss where all things are possible and all situations are resolved, I also begin to introduce in the very end what I call the Native American Sacred Heart Peace Song. Mm -hmm. And the way that that is accomplished is bringing myself through my breath, which I call the creator breath or the breath of God, working through the Native American food itself, calls in your ancestors, it calls in your guides and your angels, and it can also call in your spirit animals. And they come around as a supportive network through your layers of, of emotional state, and they bring in a specific song, which I like to call the heart song, it's a vibrational rhythm of your own heart and my heart, and it begins to bring a melody that's very unique to you, hmm. and it begins to bring gifts in. It can help you to reawaken, and it can also help you reawaken awareness of your many gifts, your many facets. It brings knowledge and wisdom also about your own self-mastery, and how you can become your own healer. It's quite unique in the way that all of the instruments that I play, they can tune into your frequencies, and they can create what I love to call the symphonic harmony of your own natural biological rhythm. Beautiful. And it works in, in conjunction with your own rhythm to create this beautiful healing and soothing of the body. And tell us a bit more about the instruments. I, I know the crystal bowls are, are included, and I love crystal bowls. Tell us about that. Yes, the crystal bowls themselves have the frequency of the angelic realm or the angelic kingdoms. And when they're played, they're, they elongate this frequency that combines with your frequency or your vibration, and it can help connect you or even give you a support system into the angelic realm. They're a beautiful tone that is constant. It never ends. It is a vibration and some people like to call it the sound of OM, which is mm. the creator sound. Mm, beautiful. And what do you use other instruments as well? Yes, I do. I use Tibetan bowls. I have many, and I've acquired these Tibetan bowls through some very interesting avenues. My husband loves to work... Um, with people that run thrift stores and flea markets. And he's always on the lookout for specific things that he knows that he can um, bring to others who are seeking them. And I've gotten many of my Tibetan bowls, which are a very unique vibration because they call in ancestral lineages. Mm. They're very... Some of them are very high-pitched and others are very low-pitched. 
And the reason for that is is because it goes along a band of frequencies that can attune themselves to your specific frequency um, in helping you wake up your ancestry or sometimes even your gift um, that can bring it to your consciousness and you could be able to develop a healing practice through that or help you deliver your message through these unique instruments. That's amazing. I'm just curious about the low pitch. Um, is there is there something specific that the low pitch does, either physically or spiritually? Yes, the low pitch I've experienced myself as bringing you almost into the resonance of the whale. This resonance of the whale, as we all know, uh, is carried by the males. The males are the singers, and they carry this reverberating frequency that is directly attending to the heart. Mm-hmm. And we all know that as we are more open-hearted, we are closer to our own truth and our own integrity. And the whales show us that through the wisdom of their songs. And when I'm playing those Tibetan bowls, you have a kinship with that frequency. And many people have become familiar with that tone, not only through the whales, but some through Byzantine monks, um, Tibetan monks, and have had revisited what I would like to call um, a past life experience, working directly with divine source. I loved what you said about um, the the whales and the low pitch and the heart. Um, I just want to share briefly an experience I had when I was uh, out on a a swim with um, Joan Ocean. And the first day, a humpback whale came in to see us, which nobody was expecting, not even the captain of the boat. But the humpback whale came in to see us and literally swam towards the boat and began breaching. And I had never actually seen live a live whale. And my experience is it went right to my heart and I started to cry. It was such Mm -hmm. a profound experience. And I later found out, I spoke to um, one of the people who does this all the time, who swims and knows the whales and the dolphins very well. And he says he's seen this over and over again. The whales carry the frequency of the heart and people's hearts are touched when they come in contact with them. So I'm just validating what you said. (laughs) Thank you so much. Yes, it's so nice to have that confirmation that we're not the only ones that are experiencing experiencing those beautiful wisdoms and those frequencies. Many of the people on the boats when we were at the Cetacean Summit were also beginning to feel that strength and that vibration from the whale's heart. Although we did not see that many of them, we certainly experienced their presence. I... 
you know, I, I learned on the second time I went out that they really do send their energy across land it, to the people that have had a connection with them. I remember one night we came back and I was meditating at night and I could feel the whales and my whole body started to vibrate. I've never experienced anything like it before. It wasn't unpleasant. It was just very unusual. The next day, I went to a talk by someone who's worked with whales his whole life. His family does research into whales. They love the whales in Australia. And he explained, he, in his talk, he explained that when he connects with the whales, this vibration goes right through his whole body. And again, it was so validating for me to hear that and to know that it doesn't, once you connect with them, it doesn't matter where you are, that vibration can find you. Yes, that's, that's very similar to the Andaras. Once you're in that frequency, that heart frequency, that whale heart frequency, they connect with every other heart through that frequency. And so you become this unified field of this blissful energy, this resonance. It's, I love it. I just love to surround myself with that kind of frequency because it makes me feel so comforted and so loved. Oh, that's beautiful. And would you care to say anything about the higher frequencies? (laughs) Yes. The higher frequencies actually began to create what I call the connection with the natural order. We're talking about elementals, um, of course, the trees, many people that I've played for have experienced actually becoming a tree when listening to Tibetan bowls of the higher realms, as well as a happy drum. I have a happy drum, H-A-P-I. <laughs> it is a happy drum. It's similar to what they used to call the steel drums, okay. and it also has a low and high pitch when you play it, and we created symphonies for people that have had vision quests where they are in the water, communing with whales, and when the high pitch begins to come through, they experience a floating upward and begin to connect with trees and flowers and grassy meadows, and it gives them the freedom to actually experience exuberance, joy, and harmony with the natural order of things. Which is so healing. That's, that's amazing. Yes. I love that. I wish I could bring that into the schools where I am. I think the, there's so many children who thrive as soon as they get out the door and they get into nature. They just thrive. They're completely different kids. And to bring that into the classroom would be just so awesome. It would be awesome. I worked for many years in a public school system, and every so often I would bring in some instruments and play, and it just brought them into an amazing state of being, actually helping them to realize who they really are and the service in which they can become part of the bigger picture. And we did have experiences of taking instruments outside under a tree and allowing the children to tone when we played those instruments. And the tree itself would begin to shake its leaves and 
be in the vibration of the joy the children were singing and toning, and a gentle breeze would blow by, and the trees, leaves, were singing along with us. Oh, how beautiful. Just to be so in tune with nature that you can actually feel that. Well, we just we just have a few minutes left, so I want to uh, remind the listeners that there is going to be a guest web page created for you with your website, but maybe you could just uh, remind people a little bit of what you offer in terms of your services and uh, your contact information. Yes, I'd be happy to do that. Um, m- much of my website, which is Redbird's, placeofpeace.com will give you information about the modalities that I actually do the healing in. Yes, I do work with sound. I also offer um, the Andar crystals as a way, a healing modality. And um, there is a lot of information on my website in particular about Andars themselves, more information and details too, and also my contact information is available there. The best way to get a hold of me is through my email, which is redbirdsnest at yahoo.com. And I just want to say to our listeners, um, having spoken to you for, for quite a bit of time before, just because it was so delightful, uh, Redbird uh, does so much more than even your website conveys. It's sort of, it's sort of a beginning, but when you, when you spend time with her, what she's able to pick up about you and your soul essence and your connections is just amazing. Um, so I would highly recommend, if this has intrigued you at all, uh, to give her a call or, or you know, email her um, and just go for that journey because it will be very surprising and very, very wonderful. So thank you so much, Redbird, for taking the time to be on this program. Thank you, Anne, for providing the opportunity. Namaste. Namaste. It's been such a delight. This is Anne Gelsheimer on Conscious Evolution Radio, and thank you so much for listening. Thank you again for tuning in to Conscious Evolution Radio. Please join Ann Gelsheimer for another great show next Friday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. We hope to see you next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.